This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am bringing you a word this morning that I have titled Faith, Evidence of the evidence of things that cannot be seen. Amen. You know, when I think about the woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says that this woman was experiencing the issue of blood. But, you know, because we're reading these translations that are not giving us an elaborate mindset of what is actually happening, we're thinking the issue of blood. What is the issue of blood? I don't even know if anybody can give me a sentence of what is the issue of blood. But then I looked at the amplified version. So let us open that scripture very quickly. Let's look at Luke chapter 8, verse 43. Luke chapter 8, it starts from 43. We're going to read a little bit, maybe to 48 or maybe not. Luke chapter 8, amplified version. And it says, now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhage. So for a woman, that is a better perspective of what is the issue of blood. The Bible says that she is hemorrhaging. Amen. And she's been going through this for 12 years. So that means that she has not stopped bleeding for 12 years. It's an it's a continuous thing that has been happening to her is that she is hemorrhaging. And so when I think about that, as somebody that um, is in the medical field, I'm like, somebody who has been bleeding for 12 years, definitely this woman is anemic. Definitely this woman is anemic because for a regular person who bleeds, like you have heavy bleeding, like on your monthly cycle, you bleed so heavy that you soak. If you're not careful, one more second out of your normal time, you already know that whatever you have to support yourself during that time, if you miss it by one minute, you will embarrass yourself because you're about to bust up in here. Now, we're talking about somebody that has been experiencing this for 12 years. Going back to you, that you only have a monthly cycle that is so heavy. The doctors have already told you that you're anemic. Because you bleed so heavily in your monthly cycle. Now, to now paint the picture and the image of a woman that has been hemorrhaging. hemorrhaging. Another translation says that it has not stopped for 12 years. Definitely she's anemic, definitely. And for those that are in the medical field, some of the signs and symptoms of anemia is weakness. She can't be strong, amen. I'm painting a picture here. Tell somebody next to you she's painting a picture here. There is no way that someone with anemia is strong enough to even get out of bed, cook for her family, and go about her regular daily activity as a woman. And it was a whole lot more and more. It was a whole lot more back then than what we have to do now. Praise God. And so this woman that is probably anemic, definitely we said she must be Weak, she must be dizzy because when you have anemia, you're dizzy. 
It, she must have brittle hair. She must have brittle nails because she's not having enough blood to circulate through her system. She's constantly losing blood. Yet something so profound about this woman. There is something that God has given to us on the inside of us that causes us to rise up even in the time of danger, even in the time of adversary, adversary even in the time where we cannot stand. There's something on the inside of us that can give us strength. The scripture says it this way. It says, I want to look at the account of Mark. The account of Mark, it says, Mark 5, 25 through 29, amplified. It says, a woman in the crowd has suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years and has insured and had endured much suffering at the hand of many physicians. So that means that this woman has gone through many, many physicians and they're doing all sorts of things to her. Because in this time, when a woman, you're supposed to bleed for a certain period of time and while you're bleeding, they put you away. You cannot go to the synagogue. You cannot be around your husband. You cannot touch anything that is considered holy. You cannot touch it. So if her husband comes back from the synagogue and wants to sit, or before he goes to the synagogue, he wants to sit on a particular chair for a time before he goes out. If she touches it, it is unclean. Why? Because she is bleeding. This bleeding does not stop. So I want to take liberty to say, I want to go as far as saying that, if she's bleeding and the bleeding has not stopped and her husband has been going to the synagogue, that means she's not, she's put away. They don't relate for 12 years. They do not relate. Not only that, no man is going to touch a woman that has the issue of blood because the issue of blood really equals to unclean. The issue of blood equals to unclean. And so every physician, and we know for sure that the men in those days were physicians. It wasn't women. Hallelujah. It was a man's who are for sure. Hallelujah. And so every physician that she goes to see, they ask her, you know, because some people, they have a rash. Some people, they have a cut. Some people, they have, you know, whatever other, a headache. Some people, the moment the physician asks, what is the issue? And she says that, I have been bleeding. They back up. Whatever instrument they're going to use to examine her must be as long as a six-foot pole to poke at her and try to have a solution for her, yet the Bible says that she endured what? Much suffering. I'm just only imagining that they use a long foot pole because that would be degrading. That, oh God, you're so, like you're so disgusting, like, you know, like you're, you've been bleeding. Like what, why is it not stopping? We've tried everything for you. You're still bleeding. The Bible says she endured suffering from the hands of the physicians. She had spent all that she had. And was not helped at all. 
but instead had become worse so that means if she was bleeding before and she was going through in those days they used cloth maybe three or four cloths a day she started going through six they poked at her how did she get worse the bible says that she endured suffering from the hands of physicians they used her to maybe come up with experiments I can't even imagine, I'm sure you probably can't even imagine the amount of thing that this woman has gone through. It says, instead she got worse, she had heard reports. Somebody say she heard. She had heard reports about Jesus. Here is a woman who is shunned by society. Here is a woman who cannot go to the marketplace. They get, you know, during how like we treated each other during COVID. If somebody has COVID, they're in isolation and you take the food. I don't know. I know when pastor um, came down with COVID, we locked him up in the bedroom downstairs. We locked him up <laughs> and I would prepare his food and I would put it at the door and run. <laughs> Glory to God. I ain't going to let I put it in front of his door and I run so that when he opens the door, he quickly drag it in, close the door. Don't get the rest of, don't get the rest of us sick. Glory to God. They, we, that's how they probably related to her. So what am I saying in essence? She couldn't go to the marketplace. When you are in your monthly cycle, you stay away. You stay in a place where, I don't know, maybe with other people that are unclean, all of y'all, you know, monthly cycle together, put yourself together and heal together till you finish. And then you can come back to society because you are considered unclean. So this woman, it means that she couldn't go to the synagogue. She couldn't go to the marketplace. She couldn't go anywhere. If she had children, she could not relate with them because if you are unclean, you're supposed to be separated for seven days. And then another seven days until, you know, you do the cleansing, whatever. So literally you are away for 14 days. But this woman has been away for 12 years. But the Bible says she heard. The account of Jesus. So we said she's been shunned. Her hair is brittle. Her nails are brittle. When she stands up, she can't hardly keep up together because she's dizzy. She's weak. In her weakness, the Bible says she heard. Hallelujah. She heard in your weakness when you have faith. If the scripture is saying she heard. And so I was like she heard. And the scripture says in Romans chapter 10 verse 17. It says so faith cometh Jesus. This woman heard the accounts. Even though she's being shut out. When she's you know sometimes she has to pretend and lie. That she's not you know until she has to prepare herself well. At some point, she had to lie that she didn't have any problem, which is the issue of blood. Because it means that she cannot go in public. So she had to get food somehow. Her housekeepers or whoever is with her, her family, 12 years, I only had to serve pastor for, I don't know how I many was isolation day, then three weeks. And I saw, I saw it was not easy because, you know, usually, you know, sometimes I'll be able to make the meal. Sometimes he's with me. We're cooking together. We're doing all. 
three weeks I had to serve him his food. Put it there. Ah! Get out. Praise God. Now for 12 years, who has the capacity for it? So sometimes she had to pretend like everything was okay, get herself all wrapped up in cloth enough to maybe get some food. But after a while, the people in the village or wherever she is will know her secret and expose her because the Bible says that she endured suffering from the hands of the physician. There was no HIPAA in those days. So when a physician, are you not the woman with the issue of blood? And then all of a sudden in the marketplace, they shun her. She's been experiencing this for 12 years. And so the Bible says that she heard the reports of Jesus. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. My Lord, the healer, he healed the lepers. When people saw him, she heard they started walking. They started walking everywhere he oh my went. God. My God was doing good. She heard the same way the physicians was exposing her because there was no HIPAA. How many medical people is in the house? Wave at me. There was, and how many medical people in the house? Wave at me. So I know I have people that understand HIPAA. Glory to God. There was no HIPAA. So every time the physicians will finally see her in the marketplace. Are you not the woman with the issue of blood? And then she's got to go to another town. And the same way they were saying that, they were spreading the word about Jesus. So when she gets to a new town and her cover has not been blown yet and she's getting food, they, she was hearing, she was hearing and she heard that there is a man named Jesus that there is nothing that has been impossible unto him but faith rose up in her in spite of what the physician said there is no hope for you we have tried everything and your case has gotten worse. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody in this place, but I'm talking to myself. We have done everything for your situation, but it continues to get worse. How did she have the faith? The faith to rise out of weakness. The faith to rise out of, 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 of shunning. The faith to rise out of discrimination. The faith to rise out of everything that she's facing. To hear and believe. Romans 8.10 says, So faith comes from hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. Hallelujah. You know, this woman was in a different dispensation from us. She was limited in her knowledge. And I want to prove that to you. This is her dispensation. Isaiah 64 verse 4. Isaiah 64 verse 4 says, For from an old, for from of the old men have not heard nor perceived by the hear, by the ear, neither hath the 
eyes seen a God besides thee who worketh for him that waited for him. That was the dispensation that she was in. That eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. But look at the, the reality of where we are compared to this woman with the issue of blood. At least we can see correlation in, in her and us in this situation. Because I know at some point, whether you are a man or a, a woman, you have been in a situation where you felt you were discriminated against. Or you have been in a situation where you felt weak. Or you have been in a situation where you have done everything that you can and it's not good enough. Hallelujah. But there is something and there is an edge that we have over this woman. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Quoting what we had just read in Isaiah Chapter 64. It says, but as it is written, meaning I'm quoting it from Isaiah. It says, but as it is written, what no eyes has seen, no ear heard, nor the heart of man imagine what God has prepared for those who love him. Some people that are in this day and age. When I say this day and age, I mean after the, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. They actually quote the scripture and stop there. Somebody say the devil is a liar. That scripture was what they quoted when Isaiah was, Isaiah was speaking. We have more now. So let's look at verse 10 of that first same uh, Corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 says these things God has what revealed God has what God has what the things that they're saying eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered and people will be quoting it and quoting it and they don't quote verse 10 that says it has been what revealed to us how through the spirit. Do you remember that Jesus was saying that I am going to go. I have died. I've risen from the dead. I'm going to the father. But I am going to send one to you. The Holy Spirit. Who will what? Help you in all things. Hallelujah. And this scripture is saying that the spirit of the Lord has revealed to us everything that was hidden in the past has been revealed to us now. So how is it that a woman that did not have the Holy Spirit can have faith in the midst of trouble? But you, 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 you and me. We have issues. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit has revealed it to us. Who we are in Christ. The benefits of the blood. Hallelujah. The benefits of what? The blood. Look, when I get in situations where, I don't know, maybe you guys just think because I preach, everything is always okay with me. Sometimes you're calling me and I'm not picking up. Because I am in crisis myself. Yes, your pastor, your co-pastor. We are in what? 
crisis. You call me, you have expectations of me, you have demands of me that I cannot meet because I myself, I am in crisis. You call me for your crisis, I pray with you. Do I call, I don't know, who do I call? I'm in crisis, I'm in crisis. I remember the word of God. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember the word of the Lord. When I am weak, when I am in crisis, and I cannot pray, and I am going through the crisis. Do you know that when you're going through crisis and you call 911, you can't remember your own address? That's crisis. <laughs> An address that, you know, if you're still new, maybe will excuse you. You've been living here for a decade. And when you are in crisis, you cannot remember your own address. You're just begging the 911 people. Can you just get here? Because you have the knowledge, at least they can trace it. Why are you talking to me? I need help. Trace it. I don't know what the address is. It flies out of it. That's what they call crisis. But when I am in crisis and I don't have anybody to call, I remember the only thing that I can remember is the Bible says the blood of Jesus, it speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Do you know what that means? The blood of Abel is not the issue. It's the blood of man that is saying the blood of man is the crisis that I am experiencing. The situation that you find yourself and it is not good. Abel was killed. Does that sound good? That's not fair. But the Bible says that his blood cried out and God heard it. But he's telling me that there is a blood that is superior from that cry. There is a what? A blood that is superior to that cry. Even though God heard it, he heard justice that needed to be given to Abel. But the Bible is telling me that there is a superior blood. So when I cannot pray and I am in crisis, I remember that the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. When my marriage is on crisis, I remember that the blood will speak for me. When my children are going through crisis as teenagers and young adults, I remember in my weakness that there is a blood that is fighting for me. That's my faith. That's our faith. Our faith in the death of Christ. Our faith in his burial. Because the Bible says when he was buried, I was buried with him. It says I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, it's no longer me, but Christ who lives with me. Whose children is going through crisis? It is Christ. Whose husband is going through crisis? Christ is the one living in me. Whose situation is this? It is no longer mine. But Christ has got me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hebrews 11 verse 1. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance. Somebody say assurance. When I am down in the dumpsters, and I'm being honest enough with you today to let you know that I get to situations that I am down in the dumpsters. And even I, well, it will cross my mind, maybe I should just drive off the bridge. You better believe it. The only thing that keeps me sane, the only thing that allows those thoughts to seize, the only thing that keeps me focused is in Hebrews 11 verse 1 that says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction. Somebody say conviction. The conviction of things that are not seen. So I'm in a crisis and the crisis say I'm about to lose my child but I have faith and the faith says the assurance of things that I'm not looking at. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. Crisis will come, my sister. It doesn't matter what it looks like. The thing that separates us from the world, the things that sets us apart, hallelujah, is our faith. Not that we are not going to go through anything because we have received Christ. We're going through it just all right. The reason why is our faith. That is the assurance, hallelujah. The assurance of things hoped for the conviction, no matter what, come rain, come shine, I am convinced that I shall not be forsaken. It is a sure thing. When I don't know my name anymore, when I cannot remember my address. You know, I have been in nursing, I told you now, almost 30 years. I have worked in every... Every from the beginning to the end, I was a CNA, I was a medication aide. I have worked in nursing homes. And I look at people that are in their 80s and their 90s, and they have dementia. And they're still singing the songs that they knew when they were in their 20s. Because those things they don't forget. The problem is the the, the remembering of new things. There's some things that you and I better indoctrinate ourselves with that we're going to need in the future. I'm teaching the college students that they must write the word of God on the tablets of their heart. They should stop looking for paper and pen on a Bible that they carry physically. And I let them watch a movie where all the Bibles in the world was burnt. But when you have the word of God written on the tablets of your heart and you put in the time now, Tell your neighbor, this is the time to put in the time. When you know the word of God, in spite of dementia, you will remember. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. 
I will fear no evil. How is it that someone with dementia is still singing hymns and, and psalms unto the Lord? It is because they're not going by faith. They're, go, they're not going by sight. The devil is a liar. They're not going by sight. They're going by faith. They're not going by anything that is happening, including their dementia. What they're going by is Hebrews 11 that says they are assured in things hoped for. They're looking forward to meet their maker. They're looking forward for the day their memory will be restored. They have a conviction. That's why you can see those old men and women in the nursing home that they are smiling still. They are still remembering the hymns. Someone that has been playing piano for 50 years, dementia, cannot recognize her children. But when you put the, the piano in front of her, she will play classical music because she has put in the time to know that in my weakness I am made strong by what faith in the word of God that I shall not be moved I shall not be shaken though there is say there is a siege I shall not be moved and I shall not be shaken because I have assurance hallelujah hallelujah the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 12, in whom we have what? Boldness and confidence to access through faith in him. Look, the woman with the issue of blood that doesn't even have the benefits that we have has not benefited from the death of Christ, has not benefited from the burial has not benefited from the resurrection has not benefited from the Holy Spirit the Bible says, boldly, she made up in her mind. I don't need drama. I don't need him to give me a, oh, woman, you are whatever. She's gotten enough of that with the physicians. Special attention of let's see, let's see, party, party, let's see. She determined, all I have to do is touch the hem of his garment. But may I appeal to everyone here under the sound of my voice that you have more than the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the blood speaks for you. And that if you have faith, all things shall be possible to them that believe. Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 16. Ephesians chapter 6 verse number 16 says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. Somebody say the shield of faith. In all what? Circum. That means yours is included. Your circumstances. I've told you mine, some of mine. There was a time we were pastoring this church. And for the first time I had never thought, I used to wonder, how can, how can somebody just feel like, they just want to be done. And for the first time I was driving, I was like, maybe I should just, just drive off the bridge and just let, let it just all end. And then I caught myself. Or should I say the Holy Spirit caught me. Hallelujah. 
we have to allow ourselves to be caught by the Holy Spirit because we must believe because the only thing that sets us apart is our faith that things even though it doesn't look good it will get better hallelujah it says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 it says in all somebody say all in all circumstances take up the shield of faith which with with which you can what extinguish all the of the evil one I've said it before I don't want to bash it too much instead of us to take up the shield of faith that no weapon formed or fashioned against me can prosper we're busy we put the shield of faith down and we're saying every one of my enemies everyone <laughs> exactly where the devil wants you so that you cannot do anything else people are dying across the world and they have not received Christ or heard the gospel the same way the Bible says that Faith cometh by what? Hearing. You're over here, you've heard, and you're spending your time, every one of mine. That is unbelief. To pray that every one of your enemies must die or have headache or go and give them assignments to be, you're saying all manners of stuff. When the scripture says what? In all circumstances, what? Take up the shield of faith, which, with, with which you can what? All the of who it comes with the territory I don't fight for it when they see me they must bow why because there's one on the inside of me as short as I am as black as I am as whatever that does not please you that I am there is one that is greater on the inside of me and you that determines everything else he has the final authority and the final say hallelujah hallelujah so I adjust myself differently amen I speak differently even though I'm still having a turmoil inside and everything is still shaky 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 I stand bold because I'm not gonna go by what I see I'm gonna go by my faith and my faith says that hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah Amen. finally let's look at first John chapter 5 verse 4 first John chapter 5 verse number 4 it says for everyone who has been what born of God overcomes the world hallelujah it says for what Everyone who has been born of God. Somebody say, I am born of God. Say, I am born of God. Say, I am born of God. For it says, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is the victory? Our faith. The only way stand on your feet this morning the only way that you can overcome the world is by your faith your faith in Christ your faith that Christ is on the inside of you your faith that you can believe the word of God and it will work for you 
if you don't believe, it cannot work for you. That's just the sum. That is that's the that's the summary of faith. You believe it, it works. You don't believe it, it can never work. Because the only way you can overcome is by faith. And I know that I'm going through something right now that only God can help me. I've calculated everything. Only God can help me. And I don't have any other where to look but to know that he will see me through. There is no other place that you should look but only to know that he will see you through. I want you to take your hand and put it on your heart and say, Lord, I trust you. I have faith in you. And I am confident that you will see me through. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.